So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 179 for the you know, this is going to be the last podcast of the year because it's December 30th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have, in order of importance, Earl Grey the Third. First in importance, third in Earls. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Andrew uh, Roe McFain. I was late. And uh, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk coming up last. You got it right. You, you did it. Oh, man. James is going to be so happy. He is going to be elated to hear that bell. Anyway, let's let's start off with <clears throat> Connor and ask what games have you played this week and what uh, where can we find you online? Oh my goodness, I've been playing so many games. Uh, Civ Six came out for the Switch, and I've been playing that, which is to say, I spent the entire day Christmas Eve playing that, like the entire day. So that was okay. Fun. Okay, been playing Hand of Fate Two, also on the Switch, also fun. I haven't really had the time to get as heavily into it as I have, like, you know, say Civ Six, but I have a feeling I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this game. It's a really good game. I think that we played some Overwatch this week, didn't we? No. No? No, no we, we played Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform for, like, two yeah. rounds, and then I had to go to bed. Yeah, because it was late, and you're a, you're a loser. That, I'm employed, correct. Yes, that's what I said, yeah. And did you play anything else? Not that I could think of, not anything that's jumping out to me. Otherwise, you know, I could be found at Twitter, Cyberpunk underscore Monk. Cool. And that uh, it? the Role Mongers podcast, Clinton's Core yeah. Classics. Yeah, Clint, and you're, you show up every once in a while on other things, don't you? Every once in a while. They need to get like an actual editor, and you need to become a little bit louder. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Uh, but they, because like I like Jeff, but the fact that we have a. Uh, like we're, like Clinton's Ooh, Core Classics is about eight months behind mm-hmm. on what we're doing. Uh, well, it's not that bad, but it's it's just more that we have our editor do a light pass of everything. They yeah. don't really you know take out the pauses or the parts that don't belong in there. They just boost the bass and make sure that people aren't breathing on mic too heavy. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do on the the Written Entertainment podcast. It's no editing, nothing. See, I, just... I know you're not going to edit. I know. And Live let's move to on to the way to do it. I'm sorry, what was that? Live to tape is the way to do it. It is. It like is. Russian Ark. What? Russian I... Ark, the famous film shot all in one take. Oh, uh, never, never watched it. Well, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get out of here. Andrew Rowe McFain, what games have you played this week? And where can we I find pl- you? I played. Uh... Played Katamari on Switch. Katamari Damacy, that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's I thought weird, you beat though. It, you... I beat what? Katamari. I thought you beat Katamari. Not on Switch. Oh, okay, okay. Go on. No, I I finished it. I don't know how many times on PS2, and that uh seven. It's kind of weird. I don't know if maybe I just don't remember. But I feel like there wasn't as much input lag as there is on the Switch version. Hmm. It and might I, like well, let's let's go back here. Perhaps were you playing on a CRT back then? I mean, mm. yes. So that that could be part of it. But I'm um, playing on the Switch itself. I'm not playing on a TV. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's you're you're probably right. There probably is input lag, but you might just have not noticed it when you were younger too. Yeah, like it's it's fairly noticeable. I've gotten used to it, but it it feels weird, and yeah. I, I just I don't know if that was always there or what. Kind of makes me want to hook my PS2 back up. Oh yeah. So this might not be of any relevance to you, but at my old job, my coworker used to always complain that his switch, specifically in handheld, used to have a lot of input lag too. What he did is he cleaned the leads on the side of his switch. He said that it made a difference for you, uh, for him. I never needed to do it, but your results may vary if you're interested. 
Huh. That's a strange idea. Yeah, try it. Use a eraser. I don't know. Yeah. Then um, did you did you uh do anything else? Uh Katamari, anything else? Um Wow. What else did I Wow. Are you still I, playing I have, WoW? I have played a little WoW. Yeah. <laughs> I started a I started a Death Knight out of curiosity and it's like it's it's fine. Hunter is the is my favorite class so far. I like I like Hunter because you get pets and they're adorable. I just like being able to attack while moving. Mm. I also Pick like um, uh, what was it the druid that you could turn into a bear? Thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, druid is cool in that they're versatile and they could do a little bit of everything. But just just be a tank if you want to be a bear. Yeah, just they're they're get a tank. They're kind of the uh, jack of all trades, master of none. So. Anyway, uh, so you played WoW, you played Katamari, any, nothing else? You didn't play um, uh, Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed with uh, Breton and Cyberpunk Monk? I did not. Um, oh. I did, however, uh, discover a game called uh, Blade and Sorcery. I've heard it's a of VR it. VR game. I've heard of it. I haven't, haven't actually played it yet, but I watched somebody else play it, and that was enough to convince me to buy it. Is that an MMO? No. Oh, okay. No, it's a VR game that uh, it, from what I was watching, kind of plays like, kind of like if Gorn was a lot more realistic. Oh, okay. um, In medieval instead of, uh, instead of Roman times. Oh, okay. It it has a lot of, a lot more realistic uh, sword mechanics and the enemies aren't cartoons. And they they have just the right amount of inverse kinematics animation, instead of either just being solid like in other games or being basically walking ragdolls like in Corn. Yeah, that makes so sense. I'm, I have yet to play it because I keep I need to move my computer back out there, but it's like this awkward transition of playing games that are better on mouse and keyboard is better at my desk. But everything else is better outside, out there. So don't you I don't have know what a I'm do. Steam Link or whatever? Like, can't can't you just use your Steam Link? I I mean, not for VR, I, obviously, but no. But I mean, I I guess I could. Yeah, that would be what easier. I would imagine. What? Just keep your tower out there and use the Steam Link for mouse and keyboard. Go backwards with it, man. Yeah, you can do an that. Idea. I mean, it does. It, it creates a little bit of a delay, but is it, it's not noticeable, is it? I mean, I noticed it when I was playing first-person shooters, but granted, that's a little bit more twitch reaction than most games will be. Yeah, yeah. I tried to play. Uh, I tried to play Overwatch with it, uh, like a few years ago. Yeah, and it sort of worked. Sort of, but um, yeah, for everything slower than that, it's it's not so bad. I would imagine like Civilization would be amazing for it, but other things. Oh yeah, be. yeah, it's great for that. Yeah, especially playing with a Steam controller. Oh yeah, I have one of those. I just haven't used it in like three years. So I am going to ask Earl what he's. Oh wait, Aro, you didn't tell us where to find you. Twitter Aroa, YouTube Aroa one three three seven, Twitch Aroa one three three seven. Cool. And what about you, Earl? Uh, what games have you played, and where can we find you? I can be found at Earl Gray Third. that's E-A-R-L-G-R-A-Y-T-H-I-R-D, on Twitter. And if you use the Earl signal, I might show up to your locale and fight crime. It's true. He'll, he'll have to fly there. Hold on. Yeah. Would, it, uh, would it be too far-fetched to ask for a description of the Earl signal at this point? Uh, How do I know uh, it's yours? And not the local vigilante. I was going to say, there are, there are many imitation Earl signals uh, that can be found on AliExpress. I think Soldier Boy <laughs> is selling his own version now, too. Nice. But, uh, if you look up into the sky and you see tea packets, you know it's you. Yes, exa- ex- yes. exactly. Uh, I have been playing. I have actually been uh, a bit normal this week, which I know is shocking. The two oh. things that I've played are uh, the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Okay. And uh the Tetris effect. I uh I've been getting back into that, which uh Tetris Effect might be my game of the year twenty eighteen. 
so so they do the the Tetris tournament at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo every year. I uh-huh. think. Do you ever yeah. get, participate in that? I've I've not. I I might try and do the like uh, amateur thing. Are you are you good at Tetris or is it just like? You well, like okay. So uh, the one that they use at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo is NES Tetris uh, right. by Nintendo. Right. That is, is very the, different. It is. And it's the one that I have the least amount of experience with. I mean, I probably have hundreds of hours logged into Game Boy Tetris by right. Nintendo. So I don't know if I'd actually be any good at that. Um, well, you I know, know that you have usually 10 months. I, I do. Yeah, I do. I know that like usually if I play Tetris against somebody, I usually win. But that's just because of playing a lot of Tetris. But yeah, if I, only you could practice that in Tetris effect. Yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah. the only reason I haven't bought it is there's no competitive mode at all. Yeah, really. which is kind of surprising. Yeah, it's strictly one player. There's the uh, weekly event that you can do where everybody logs on and tries to get a certain amount of like points or lines or whatever. And yeah. then you can get special avatars. Cool. Um, it's not as a single player game. I mean, it's Tetris by the Res guy. So it's pretty fantastic in that regard. But uh, Aro, I'd recommend if you see it for like 20 bucks, pick it up. I think yeah, you, you'll you'll get twenty dollars with it. Do you have PSVR? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. that's what got me so hyped for it was apparently I was apparently so it's ready nuts. To get it. Yeah, apparently it's nuts in PSVR. I haven't I haven't played that, but uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I I would really like to get it, but it's just for the the full price. It doesn't seem worth it to me when when I can play like Puyo Puyo Tetris, which oh, is much it. more of a game. Puyo Puyo Tetris is so good. It I, is. Uh, I have it as well. Yeah. I, I was, well, see, that came out in Japan in like 2013 and uh, for PS4 and PS3. And I got a PS4 in 2014. I bought a PS4 the day after Shenmue 3 was announced. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, I, at the time, I was like, oh, well, this will never get released in America, Puyo Puyo Tetris, because. It's a Sega Tetris game. Those never get released. The Tetris company uh, is by all means a good company, but their rights, they lock them down. So when somebody doesn't have the rights anymore, that's it. Like you'll, I doubt that we'll ever see Tetris DS re-released on any Nintendo console because they don't have the rights for that anymore. Yeah. So I was like, this will never get released in America. I'll import it. And the first physical game, physical game I had for my PS4 was Puyo Puyo Tetris. And if you look at my Instagram, it's me posting it being like, hey, everybody, import this because it'll never come out in America. And, and now, then it came out like, it, they're it, like, it's coming out for the Switch, baby. Yep. Not only did it come out in America, but it came out fully localized with like yep. multiple sets of voice lines and everything. And it's, it's fantastic. On, and it's on PC, which is makes me happy. I bought it a second time on principle. That's good. And it was also, it was also like a $30 it wasn't like 30 bucks on release like yeah that's... It, it, it wasn't bad yeah i mean bad for my for my wife to be like yeah i'm just gonna buy this yeah it's a great game so i was like i'm gonna buy this just out of support uh because there are very few games that i'll do that for but i was like yeah i'll do that for boyo boyo tetris that's good that, that just reminded me uh games that i bought just to support them i i forgot to say that i bought fury for the third time nice on on switch i need to buy that and game. My God, it is such a good Switch port. I bet. I bet. Really? So, yeah. So like, I, like the not fighting runs at 30 FPS, but the fights, they've managed to keep the most of the visual fidelity and still keep it running at 60 FPS. So th- there, there was something I want to ask before we, before we move on from Earl. I want to go back to Oroa and ask, um, did you like the gift I gave you on Steam? I haven't played it yet. Why not? <laughs> Why Honey Pop not? is great. You should play it now. Uh, it's not Honey Pop. Honey Pop is far, far superior. <laughs> this to, game is awful. It to is... Hentai Girl Betty. What? <laughs> A game uh, that I believe he bought for me for all of 59 cents. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he shows he cares. Which has, a... It, it has a cheat code in it. Where you just type R18 and then the nudity 
patch uh, is enabled. So um, this game costs slightly more than a stamp. <laughs> yes. And it's about um, as arousing as one. The 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 description <laughs> on it. The description on it is can easily be played with one hand. Which uh I'll say that. Yeah, they know what's up. Yeah, they, they, so basically, from what I understand, because I haven't played it, it's a, it's a sliding puzzle. But there's only like eight pieces. It doesn't even trick. appear to be even a, a sliding puzzle. It's just a swap the tiles thing. Oh, okay. So all the challenge is just non-existent. Yeah, because sliding puzzles are annoying. But if you could yeah. just swap the... That's... Oh, man. <laughs> I got you the best game. I, I demand a review. I demand a there review are... for that game. There are even multiple games. This is a series. A series is series of games. Is it? I didn't yep, even see There's that. also Hentai Girl Linda. Well, I know what I'm getting you for your all birthday. They, they, just, they <laughs> just took... All they do is just draw a bunch of CGs of these girls in okay, erotic so, so positions. For, I'm, just looking up hen, I'm just looking up Hentai. Um, oh, there's Hentai Hot Puzzles. <laughs> um... Which is a it's more expensive it's a dollar forty. One hundred achievements. Yeah, uh twenty levels, relaxing music, nice graphics. The um, game support cheating mode and browsing pictures with one hand that you can unlock all pictures in just <laughs> one minute. You know the weirdest thing about these games is they it says it requires two gigs of RAM. <laughs> why? Why? Have you ever to know why? Yeah. Have you ever just wanted to pay a dollar for hentai? Well, well, yes. Here you go. So, so there's there's hentai girl Linda, there's hentai girl, there's hentai neighbors, and hentai girl Betty, oh. which is the one I got you. Is hentai neighbors uh, like a Hello Neighbor ripoff? <laughs> yes, yes, that's is what it, that's what it is. I hope it's Jim Neighbors themed. I would I would play the fuck out of a hentai themed Hello Neighbor ripoff as long as it was done well. Would you play a a Jim Neighbors, aka Gomer Pyle themed hentai ripoff? People worry about its explosive ending. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> so, uh, well, golly. So basically, what I have to say is, uh, you're welcome, Aroa. You're welcome. Now, and that's what Christmas is about. <laughs> yes. Arigato. Um, the games I played, as as we mentioned earlier, I played some Sonic and uh, All Star Racing Transformed with Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh, and that game's really good. It's uh as as I said during my stream, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, uh, that game is better than Mario Kart. I have to say yes. it. Mario Kart's. I mean, I have fun with Mario Kart when I play it, but it's it's not as good as Sonic, and Sonic is way cheaper, and they need to come out with a third one because. Aren't they? Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Good. Oh, is it good. gonna? Is it gonna have Sega people though, or is it just gonna be Sonic? Oh, it has Sega. Like Sonic and All Star Racing Transformed. Has... Well, yeah. I Sonic Racing. Can we just talk about the roster in this game for a second? Because it's, it's really amazing. on my mind now that we bring it up. Why is Danica Patrick in the same world <laughs> as Sonic? <laughs> Danica. Is she still with GoDaddy.com? I don't know. I don't even know. I, I can't make out any of the advertisements on a uniform, but to be fair, it's a game about going fast. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, why is Wreck-It Ralph in this game? Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph's in it. Um, He's there to break the internet. You have you have uh, Ryu from Shinmu driving, yeah. driving, driving an, an arcade, arcade machine. machine. Uh, awesome. Team Fortress 2 is in it. Yes. We got the, what is it, the Heavy, the Spy, and the Pyro, I believe. Yes. Yeah. It's just like well, move this over to character Smash ultimate. This is the real collaboration event of the year. <laughs> they're they're all one character called Team Fortress. Right. Right. If you're right. flying, you're a spy. It doesn't matter, but it just it depends on what variant you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So you you go from like air travel, so plane to ground to water, and whichever one you're in, the the uh the character changes for Team Fortress. Well, yeah, well, they Nathan, have, like... I, just, I gotta tell you, this makes for riveting podcast discussion. Right. What but... is where is where is this roster? Can somebody send me a link? Because I'm trying to search it on my phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. Give me one All second. Right. Yeah, I do it's... have a disappointing 
possibly news, though, that the next Sonic Racing game appears to be uh, basically built around uh, Sonic Heroes. Oh, no. See, that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. So there's, like, I don't entirely get it, because it's like, you, you playable characters include Dr. Eggman and Metal Sonic, but then there are also teams listed as Team Dark, Team Rose, Team Sonic, and Team Vector. Oh. Which... Also, what Team Vector doesn't make any sense because it's it's Vector the Crocodile, which okay, but then it's Blaze the Cat and Silver the Hedgehog, so it's just like it's all the characters that nobody gives a shit they, about. They, I guess if they were all left over. Mighty the like, what, about, what about Charmy the Bee and whatever the other one is? That is that is strange. That is very strange. So who wants I to also... throw down money that they'll have Chaotix DLC within the first year release? Oh God. Shit. I am going to move on, and I'm going to talk about other games that I played. I played a lot of Dot Hack GU Last Recode because that game, uh, that game's fun, and I, I have had it on my backlog for about uh, twelve years now, so I should probably beat that because I beat the first two games when they first released, and then I never beat the third game, so I should probably do that at some point in my life. And I figured now is the best time because uh, I'm not getting any young- I'm not getting any younger. So, and I don't know if I played anything else really. I just played a played a lot of Dot Hack, some Sonic and All Star Racing Transformed. I also for the the winter sale because I got ten dollars from a gift from a, a friend of mine for St- in Steam credit and. Uh, Atlas was terrible, so I got twenty four ninety nine back from that. Yeah, like holy shit. Yeah, but I got I got a free code for it, Aroa, so it doesn't matter. I got a I got a press code. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So I still have the game. I just got it refunded, so I'm happy because I, I did you like sign up on Keymailer and they just sent it to every motherfucker who take it. Yeah, I requested it and they sent it to me. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. So I've got that going for me, and uh, so I bought Scum. I haven't started it up or downloaded it yet, but I have Scum. I don't know. I hear Aroa played that once or twice, so I figured. Oh yeah, I thought that was what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, is that like a LucasArts homage or no? No. Okay. I it's it's a survival game. It it's got to be better than Atlas. And somebody somebody in one of my Discord was like, yeah, you know, Fallout. it's objectively had a worse launch than Atlas. And I was like, no, no, it didn't. No, I played no. both games and Atlas is way, is, way worse. At least Fallout's game mechanics were fully fleshed out and weren't a direct ripoff of another game. And, and here's the thing. Well, it was, it was a direct ripoff of, of Fallout 4. But, in, in many ways. But, but here's the thing. All I care about is that the Fallout servers worked. Like yeah, you could log well, in, mostly. Yeah, I mean, there I there were there were some issues, but typically I could get in and start playing the game. It wasn't as bad as like Diablo 3's launch. No. Yeah, that's fair to say. I I mean I, Whereas I'm willing to. Atlas's launch was as bad as Diablo was worse. It was worse because yeah. not not only did they they. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, not only did they with Atlas not work when they came up, when they finally got them working, uh, they weren't really working. And you would spawn right next to level 300 bears, and the bears would be like, hey, what's up? And hit you and you die. So, game of the year. Yeah, game and of the if year. We're, if we're going to talk about it anyway, I'll save it. But yeah. there were supposedly a number of other problems related with... Uh, well, that's with the, first... the entire online infrastructure. Well, that's the first story we're going to talk about here on on the Reet Entertainment podcast. Is Atlas developers are apologizing for stormy start, promise rad, uh, rapid uh-huh. improvements. Uh, this uh-huh. is from massively stormy. Old yeah, it says here. You could say that we are off on a stormy start. The initial influx of players wanting to set sail immediately. Uh, were larger than we anticipated, and our systems got crushed until we turned. Uh, Tune the new technical systems to handle it. 
We have been incredibly humbled and excited by the number of seafaring pathfinders wanting to dive into Atlas. So I don't know why, and I've I've spoken about this before when games la- when games launch. They've made another game previously. They made a uh, Ark, and Ark. Yeah, it's I the same game. Yeah, it is exactly the same game, and. So they should have known what they would have needed. This is why I, I don't get well, like when Sony well, Online Entertainment so, was still a game, uh, around, like why they would launch a game and it would suck for the first couple of weeks, like the cert you couldn't log in. You think so that can, they would I know. I can kind of understand it with playing Switch. Okay. That I was, can kind of understand it. That was it. Connor. It actually um, wasn't. It wasn't? Earl. No, it's Earl. What's Damn that? It, Earl. We can hear your switch. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so the I will I will give them the credit that the way that their their server infrastructure is supposedly designed with uh, with Atlas is very different from how Arc works. Yeah. Uh, basically, one server is like thirty or so Arc servers all just kind of wired together oh oh good good that's what i like so so like whenever you pick a server they're split into blocks and the blocks are are the spawn zones and each zone can contain 150 players okay and that's why because they they said uh apparently before launch that each server would contain forty thousand players yeah and what that actually means is that there's just enough zones for that many for it, it actually ends up being like thirty three thousand. Oh, okay maybe it's three thousand three hundred that would make more sense thirty three hundred maybe well, maybe that's what yeah. it was i genuinely don't remember because it doesn't matter i'm never going to play this game i will because um, i have it for free so i might as well play it every once in a while that's a good point but yeah just go they, just go on keymailer and ask for one that's like you know i I was trying to be like legit and and not use keymailer until I actually had a purpose. But maybe maybe I'll just start doing that and I'll say I'm an influencer. I have three followers on Twitch. I didn't do anything. I just pressed the button to request a key and they gave it to me. <laughs> yep, Mailer is great. Yeah, it is. So, uh, um, but yeah, it, great, yeah, like that's why that's probably why they had so many issues is because they're kind of really doing this in a bullshitty way uh almost like their engine really wasn't built for this sort of thing or something so so here's 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 what i want to i want to read something else and this is actually an email so um i haven't actually ever bought a server but i signed up for g portal before and what g portal is is you can make servers and then, like, private servers and pay, like, 10, 20 bucks a month to have private servers for, like, Arc or They're Atlas. They're just a or server hosting yeah. service. They sent out an email. And um, they they wanted to apologize what was going on with uh, with Atlas. Because, they're, because the G Portal servers weren't up for, like, three or four days. And they said, firstly, we want to wish you and your friends Merry Christmas, blah, blah, blah. We are very sorry for our customers who are having massive problems with their Atlas servers. Atlas is in a much earlier state of development than we at G-Portal anticipated or were led to believe. And we, are un- <laughs> and we were unable to foresee the issues it would cause. So, uh, <laughs> basically, even G-Portal so basically- was like, wow, they fucked up. <laughs> it's just like look we we thought the game was done all right we thought it was i'm they thought, sorry they thought that it would be in a state of not crappiness they also <laughs> they also said let me sum up the last few days as we all noticed uh the atlas release was postponed several times until the 23rd of december the server files weren't available from the start start but after a lot of talks we finally received them directly from the developers a few hours later Atlas doesn't work like a typical typical game. This isn't like our normal services where the servers are ready upon immediate purchase and startup. Atlas has many special needs like decentralized databases and fully automated management of JSON files, JSON files. 
Jason. There is n- Jason. There we go. That's such a anyway. There are no yeah. standard maps and large clusters of the MMO officials aren't uh, usable for 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 private servers. And believe me, there are tons more issues. So <laughs> basically. <laughs> you, know, just... you know, it's a good sign whenever your your server hosting partner is shit talking you at your game's launch. Yeah. So, um, it's uh, it's not apparently they have a very very small team. They said uh, G Portal is now thirty people spread all over the world. So it's just thirty people at this company. Well, yeah, it's because all you got is just if if they, I'm assuming they own their server hardware. I would and imagine, they're not yeah. just basically acting as a liaison between yeah. themselves and and uh, like Amazon or something. Uh, like you don't really need a whole lot of people to maintain that. Well, and and here's the last thing, the last thing I want to read out of this statement that they sent. We will, of course, credit your lost time for your accounts and reset the timer. Whether it was three, five, or seven days credit, we can't estimate at this time. <laughs> Uh so wow. Yeah. Yo! <laughs> I like I like how much shade they're throwing at <laughs> at Atlas right now. I just like how there's so much passive aggressive tone in this in this email and I just I love it. This is why um, it's important when in a professional setting if you have partners, you discuss with them. You let them know, "Hey, this mm-hmm. is going to be a stinker. I hope you're ready for it." Re- remember what happened with the 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 Wii U and how they didn't have third party developers and how yeah, that and it, it totally made the system successful, right? Yes. Big success. Everybody loves the Wii balance board. Yeah. <laughs> so so before we leave, before we uh I, I before we start talking about other stories, I do want to ask it's like, oh, we're done already? Wanted, yeah, we're done. No, I wanted to ask, um, did anybody other than the other than the game that I bought for Aroa, did anyone get anything from the Steam sales? Or anything actually... for the winter sales? I'm actually perusing my wish list right now and trying to purge a bunch of shit because I'm thinking very strongly about getting a couple of things, but I want to go through everything else. One of which isn't even on sale. What is it? Uh, just it's um, what's it called? It's called Wrench. Oh, and okay. It's a uh, it's it's a mechanic simulator that's in VR. I'm it seems really really cool. I'm really tempted to get X4 Foundations. Even though that's not on sale, but I I, I have Stellaris is on sale, huh? Stellaris is on sale. If you don't have that, isn't uh, that a, isn't that a four X game? Is it? I think so. Well, X Four Foundations is um is like an actual space sim. I'm not sure if Stellaris... oh, I always thought that X Four was a four X game. No, no, because there's X One, X Two, X Three, and then X Four. Yeah, I th- I thought they were all strategy games. Oh no, no, they are. Uh, yeah. They're space sims. Like they're like the the granddaddy of space sims kind of thing. Like really, really yeah. good. So, uh, Why but X... need that if you have uh, if you have Elite Dangerous. Yeah, I know. I can't get into Elite Dangerous. I try. I really do. I should try again. I guess. Uh, the problem with Elite Dangerous is it's a pretty rail, and that it rail really is regardless of how you want to point it. Is going to be just as interesting the first time as it is the thousandth time. Yeah. What's um? What's the game? Shit. There's a there's a roguelite space shooter. Everspace. Thing. Yeah. It's Everspace. Yeah. I haven't got that is yet. You... Uh, is that on sale? Uh, I'm sh- actually. I think it is. I think it is. Let's see. Everspace. The ultimate 749, edition. Seven forty nine, baby. Yeah, the ultimate edition's thirteen ten. I might get that. Yeah, uh, it, it came out on Switch recently, but from what I hear, the PC version is superior in almost every way. If you haven't which, seen I mean, it, of course, it um, Parallax Abstraction has a bunch of videos on Everspace. So, if you, well, if you I watched watch him that. play the Switch version. Uh, 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 it's Vine Source, Vinny Vinny Vine Source. Yeah, uh, I was playing yeah. the Switch version. It looks fucking great. Uh, I might get this. I do have eighteen dollars, oh nineteen dollars and forty one cents in Steam credit right now. So I got a hundred dollar Amazon gift card too, and I don't know what to do with it. Damn. Um, 
by reading lots of stuff. No, no. no. By reading a fifty-nine cent game. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Uh, Earl, did you buy anything for the for the winter sales on any of the consoles or anything like that? I uh, I didn't buy. No, the short answer is no. Uh, <laughs> no. If it, if it if it if it counts, I uh, had a game arrive from Hong Kong that I ordered on Black Friday show up like a week before Christmas. Merry so, Merry Christmas. What what was yes. that? What game was that? Uh, Super Robot Wars Five for the uh, for the uh, PS4. The nice. uh, Asia the Asia English version was on sale on Play Asia. So for, for how much? How much did you get get that for? I, I want to say like it was like forty ish shipped. Oh, so, nice. yeah, those Asia English games, they rarely go down in price. They usually hover at, at yeah. their release price and then disappear forever. So yeah. I was pretty happy to be able to pick that up. So I haven't I haven't cracked into that one yet, but I do really enjoy those games. So cool. I'm looking forward to that. I got I got my stepdad a uh, a Chinese emulator for Christmas. Nice. Was it the Soldier Boy? I would. Yeah, that's Please exactly. It was not. I was going to, but they, they were like a hundred and fifty fucking dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's not worth it. It's not. So no. what's it? Uh, what does it emulate? I mean, it's just a. It's just an NES. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's but it's in the form factor of like slightly smaller than a Game Boy Color. Nice. Yeah. That's, oh wait, uh, is it uh, one of those Bit Bit Boys or something? I genuinely don't know. Is it, it, it a Kong Fang GB Boy Color? No, it started with an <laughs> X. It okay. was it was very cheap. It was twenty dollars on Amazon, and uh, it doesn't have a, a select button. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> to adjust seems like the a... volume. To adjust the volume, you press a button. It toggles between mute, low, medium, <laughs> and high. Yes. If you put it on high volume, the speaker. Uh, starts crackling because it's too loud for the speaker to handle. <laughs> Perfect. I love Chinese bootlegs. <laughs> yeah. And I... uh, if you, whenever you mute the game, whenever you hit reset, which is the only way to get back out to the game selection menu, it's no longer muted. That's so... cool. So it's so... just okay. Uh, one so last thing. Are they... sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You go on. You're going to ask him a question. I, I was going to ask. Her... Are they original games? Or are they, uh, you know, just uh, NES games? They were, they were a little of both. Okay. Uh, so it, yeah. it had all your favorites. It had Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario Brothers 7, Super <laughs> Mario Brothers 14. <laughs> um, uh, it had uh, Teletubbies. Oh, which of course. Was, uh, it was Super Mario Brothers, the, or uh, sorry, Mario Brothers, the arcade game, but the characters were replaced with sprites of Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> that reminds oh, me of this a... is actually like an amazing gift you gave. This him. is beautiful. Isn't it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I was I was pretty satisfied with it for twenty bucks. Yeah. There's a, a bootleg multi card I have that I found at a Goodwill. Uh, that's a Famicom cartridge, and uh, it has Toy Story three on it. But to- <laughs> Toy Story three <laughs> is just uh, Bomberman, except Bomberman is Woody. <laughs> Nice. I love, I love that shit so much. Yeah. It's just like, who said, who wanted to do this? Yeah. Who decided <laughs> that this was going to be a thing? Well, okay. So, two things that I've learned recently that's kind of amazing. Um, at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, there was this exhibit on the NES calling, uh, saying how it never really died. And when I went in there, I was like, all right, well, that's general, like, that's just the title of a thing that would be at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. I get it to get people in. And then as I uh, explored the actual exhibit, uh, it was really impressive. So one, there are all these bootlegs that kept existing for all these years. Like they never stopped like Toy Story 3 and Teletubbies Mario Brothers and these beautiful gems from the Far East. But also something I learned was, remember how in the early 2000s, there were all those plug and play systems that were like, spongebob squarepants or you know spider-man or whatever sure yeah i worked in retail around that time i remember it being a real problem okay so here's something amazing those are all they all use nes on a chip uh as their sort of base for how they operate as a system all those games are nes roms Mm -hmm. like they're they're actual nes games and the big issue is it's really difficult to pull them because they're all glop tops to dump them 
but like Konami made a port of Frogger that was effectively an NES version of Frogger in like 2002, which is kind of nuts. So when you said that, it reminded me of that. And uh, I think that's pretty amazing. Not as amazing as like that Titanic game that came out for Famicom, but still pretty something. (laughs) Those are, those are yeah, pretty great. If you're interested, if you're interested in how bad some of those plug-and-play bootleg Chinese things get, uh, Vine Sauce has a series called Plug and Plague. Well, <laughs> plays well, a lot of them. Well, and uh, Rerez also has a series called Worst Con- Worst Ever, and they'll have like the worst plug-and-play ever. And then I I I thought it was just going to be one, and I think they planned on it just being one. And then they have just now a series of the worst ever series where they just get random plug and play games and play Wait, them. Is, is, is Rerez actually like big now? Kinda, not huge, that's, but I think he's got a hundred thousand cool. now. Yeah, I think he he followed me on Twitter at some point. That's cool. He's yeah, Canadian, I mean, you know. He seems like a nice guy. He's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. So let let's move on. We're gonna talk about Halo. Who here likes Halo? I like Halo. It's a good game. Yeah, good game. Uh, it's a Halo fine cream in- cheese. Halo Infinite apparently is gonna be the next game released in the Halo series, and it's gonna be obviously on the the Xbox One uh, with a uh, 4K on the Xbox One X or some shit, and it's also gonna be released on PC, which, if it is. And if it's in that, um, what is it, $15 a month Game Pass thing? Is that what it's called, Xbox Game Pass? Yeah, it will be. If it's in that, I'm that's going to prompt me to get the Game Pass. Yeah. Because I haven't got it yet, but it still would would tempt me. I'd be very tempted to get the Game Pass if, if Halo Infinite's it, on there. It 100% will be. I, I guarantee it. The the thing about it for me is that I don't think there's been a... Halo game released on the PC since Halo 2. Yep. For Windows Vista. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exclusively for Windows Vista. Did mm. anybody else pirate that shit and then patch it so that you could play it on XP? Uh, no, I actually I, did. I, I actually bought that game. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I pirated it and I patched it so I could play it on XP and then I could find out, oh, my computer could not handle it. Could yeah. not handle it at all because it was not very well made. It wasn't. It was. It was pretty terrible. And I actually, so really, I owned really it. Bad port. I had Windows Vista at the time. I actually bought a copy of Windows Vista. I had. God, yeah, why? I, I was a terrible human why being. Apparently, was that the one that so came much. in like the incredibly environmentally unfriendly packaging? Yes. Like they did. They did some sort of breakdown of it, and it had like eight different kinds of plastics that all had BPAs in it. And like, it was yeah. just remarkably bad. Yeah. It had lead or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, they're Halo infinite. They're coming out and they're saying, okay, so Vista, the, the one for Vista sucked, uh, Halo one for, I think it was XP and Vista or whatever. That wasn't very good either, but I have a friend whose dad still plays that. Really? That's pretty. Yeah, Halo one. And he's awesome. non ironically is like his name is like Deathbringer X or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, before I forget, because my ADHD just kicked in. Aroa, guess what I mm. found at the thrift store the other day? I found uh, a, Steel Battalion. No, I found oh. a copy of Halo 3, which so I picked that up, and a copy of Blinks the Time Sweeper. Oh, oh. good Art, find. Our tune at its finest. Yeah. So anyway, Halo Infinite. Yeah, I, I actually mm-hmm. still have mine. I never. I had love it. our. I never had. I it. love all of our reactions to Blinks being exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I I played the demo, but I've never actually played the game. So it's it's all right. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. It's yeah. So eh. let's go uh, talk about Halo Infinite. They're actually going to treat PC players as quote first class citizens. So hopefully. It won't be shit like the Vista or uh, or Halo One, because Halo just Vista. It won't fine. be shit like Vista. It wasn't that good. Come on, it wasn't that good. It wasn't as it good was as fine. No, it was fine, but it wasn't good. It was it was just as good as the as the Xbox version. 
No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was worse. Yeah, it was. It was worse. Get out of here. So the developers uh, have confirmed that their what is slip space engine is an entirely new engine. So they're uh, retaining elements from previous Halo games, um, which is good. They're going to have four player split screen on Halo Infinite, which is good because then they take away split screen on Halo Five. They did. They they couldn't do it. I never actually yep. played it, but I do remember people being pretty outraged about it. I the the last time that I tried to play a Halo game, uh, well, I did play some Halo Five, but it was mainly uh, trying to play Master Chief Collection. Shit! And I just remember that even in that engine, uh, it was having trouble sometimes if I tried to do anything else on my Xbox. Yeah. Okay. So here's another thing. Apparently, we need to dust off our Xboxes because it says players of Halo 5 who reach level 152, I don't know why 152, will receive a special reward within Halo Infinite. I don't know what reward that is. I am not going to buy (laughs) Xbox Live for that. I'll get it for you. It'll be great. I won't get it for you. When did Halo 5 come out again? Fuck. Three years ago? Years ago now. Three, three years yeah. ago, I want to say. Okay. Was it only three years ago? I want to say it was, well, maybe. Maybe it was four or five. Somebody look that up. Connor, look that up. Uh, in multiplayer. Halo 5 Guardians, October 27, 2015. 2015? Yeah, three years. 2015. Yeah. Huh. Always right, baby. Um. As the game is developed, 343 plans to allow both PC gamers and Xbox users to participate in beta tests. Though initial fighting, no, I'm sorry, flighting programs are expected to be on the Xbox only, as the game's PC version will require stricter anti-cheating measures, which makes sense. Obviously, it's easier to mod a, a PC game than it is an Xbox game. Though That's they are putting true. Huh? So well, that's for true. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is really exciting for me because I, I, I the only first person shooter I've ever really been good at is Halo, and I am uh, not paying the sixty dollars a year for Xbox Live anymore. Especially since none of my friends play Halo on Xbox One. So it would be really cool to have. Um, Halo Infinite on my PC and be able to actually play that with my friend Aroa, the only friend I have, Aroa. So, anyway, uh, let's move on to our next story, and we'll talk about Airbnb. Does anybody here use Airbnb? I have in the past. Um, have you had good experiences with Airbnb? I stay with a very friendly Danish family. Oh, were you staying there? Where Where were you? Were you Copenhagen? Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I, I've used it. Um, I've went to Portland and used it, and that's basically it. So every time we go to the, the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, for the last two years, I've stayed at the same place. And the year before that, I stayed at another place, but that place is no longer up for Airbnb. So either the people moved or they just stopped hosting their house. And then the year before that, I stayed with my friend, which was extremely awkward because when we had asked her um, if we could stay with her, we were like, hey, can we stay at your place? And she had a two-bedroom apartment. But the week before, and she didn't tell us this, but the week before Portland Retro Gaming Expo, she moved into a studio apartment. <laughs> so that was that was fun. And that that's when we decided we're just going to do Airbnb from now on. Uh, I'm also going to be doing Airbnb when I go to Japan. So nice. that, sh- that should be exciting. The, the Airbnb is a 13-minute r- uh, train ride from um, the NRT. So it shouldn't be too terrible. Anyway, uh, if you're going to Vegas, though, apparently you can't use Airbnb, kind of. They're putting a ban on Airbnb if you're if they're renting out the entire house. Hmm. So that's retarded. 
Uh, they said they've tightened restrictions. So the city of Las Vegas, this is from uh, KNPR, which is where our good friend Nick Lotus is, uh, is, is working, I think. So uh, the city of Las Vegas is the only municipality in southern Nevada that allows short-term rentals like Airbnb. Now they've tightened restrictions even further. An ordinance passed last week will limit how homes can be rented out short-term. It requires the homeowners to be on property overnight while their homes are being rented. In other words, new short-term rentals will not include entire homes, just rooms in a house where the owner is staying overnight. So, I don't know why. Uh, I think it was something about... uh, It's kind of the same thing as uh, taxis being upset about Uber coming in and fucking over their business. But, uh, except know, for instead of taxis, it's probably the hotel industry getting screwed won't over. somebody please think yeah. of the poor casinos that stand to lose so much <laughs> money? Poor casinos. Because they're, they're like, in the, in the article, they say like, well, we asked our citizens what they wanted to do, and they said they don't want no more of this Airbnb stuff. And by we asked our citizens, it, I mean, what is, what does that really mean? Yeah, it says here. Says to me, here. it means it means we asked the biggest revenue drivers in our city what they wanted to do, and they said, "Give us more money." Yeah, it, well, it says here, Philip Minardi. That's a weird last name. Director of Policy Communications at Expedia and Home Away. Yeah, those are the people you want to talk to. Said that they tried to work with the city to craft a compromise that would allow reasonable regulation of short-term rentals but protect neighborhoods from irresponsible homeowners. He said that other cities around the country have found ways to accommodate both. And his quote is, when we approached the city... We said, hey, this is not us versus you. This is not one side versus the other. We need to find a solution that is going to work for everyone and one that is going to stand the test of time. So, um, fuck off, basically, <laughs> uh, Philip, because it, it's funny how, how many people are like, oh, I want capitalism. Capitalism is great. Airbnb and Uber are great. I mean, not great. Uh, for Uber, because Uber kind of sucks, but you know what I mean. They're like, Lift. they're the progression of capitalist ideas. Like, okay, taxis are taking way too much money. We're gonna offer a cheaper solution, and then people are like, well, we don't actually like capitalism. What we like is us getting money from you, and that's basically it. Yep. So that, and that's what they're saying here. Agreed. Um. We represent the people who live within our city, and that's what we listen to. I doubt it. I doubt that. Like, I I've used Airbnb, and it's been great. I've I've had a lot of uh, all of the all of the experiences I've had with Airbnb have been really really good. So, the last thing here says while the uh, one of the largest short term rental websites, Airbnb, could not provide a spokesperson to be part of this discussion. But it did provide the following statement from Public Affairs Officer Laura Relios. While cities around the world are embracing the economic benefits of short-term rentals, the city council has doubled down on onerous regulations and added further restrictions. Last week's vote was disappointing blow to Las Vegas hosts who rely on short-term rentals to, to, to support their families and will hurt the local economy. We have made efforts to work with the city council on regulations that would give them better tools to enforce the law and simplify the registration process to increase compliance, and we hope they would defer voting for the ordinance in order to do so. Um, there was one other thing uh, in this that I thought was really interesting. It said the ordinance does ban homes with more than three bedrooms from bre- being rented at all. And keeps the rule that rentals must be 660 feet apart. How the fuck are you supposed to know whether that happens? How is that supposed to be enforceable? Yeah, who's who's ordinating all this? The the city, but 
And you know, that's the other thing is like, how is that supposed to be enforced? Like whether or not I'm st- sleeping in my house at the same time that other people are. Well, okay. So, so like what you got, you have, you have, Oh, actually, no, I remember now uh, because it says that basically it's just supposed to be that your neighbors sit there and watch your house and make sure that you don't leave bef- before the other people go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. Like this, this is it's fucking horse shit. It's just like what my fucking town does with, oh, your yard's too tall. We're going to we're going to make you pay a fine. Yeah. And then I send them a check that's literally labeled extortion fee. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cucks. So so here's the thing, though. Um, th- if you have a four bedroom house, you can't rent it. You can't put Which it is up stupid. on Airbnb. It's my fucking house. Exactly. And it's in Las Vegas. Like, yeah. how much is fucking real estate in Las Vegas? Because I bet it ain't fucking cheap. I bet. Yeah, I would imagine. It's an expensive desert. Well, <laughs> you know, if I would imagine that actually, it's probably not that expensive. Um, it's in a fucking tourist town. Why wouldn't it be expensive? It is, but only the strip is really what people want to see. Out, if you go outside of that, like outside of the the downtown, then I'm sure it gets a lot more reasonable reasonably priced and we could uh we could definitely take a look at that actually and because there are uh this thing called the internet and we could look my, at my groceries are going to be here soon okay i don't need to deep dive into the into i'm that. sorry let's talk about de nuvo okay <laughs> because if there's one thing if there's one thing we're not going to deep dive into it's uh it's drm so why doesn't your girl or wife girl wife she doesn't like talking to people (laughs) okay so de nuvo they've actually started doing tests where they found out that de nuvo does hurt performance quite a bit and of course de nuvo when they came out with with this drm they've said oh it's gonna have minimal impact in performance that seems to be incorrect because there are a couple games recently that have been re-released like on GOG, without Denuvo, and they perform better than the Denuvo versions of the games. And so it says here in this article from Ars Technica, this week in its third video on the topic, YouTube channel Overlord Gaming confirmed an additional six examples of improvements once Denuvo was patched out of recent games. The differences in performance range from marginal to noticeable, yet in all cases, Overlord confirms that the general twin trend of Denuvo de impact is a, is in two categories: loading times and super, so, uh, sporadic yet severe spikes in frame time. And basically, what happens is if the frame time's off, uh, that's what can cause stutters in your game. And it sounds like somebody's getting a phone call. Uh, and there's another. So what just happened is I think my phone just got back in service and oh. I'm getting all of the updates. Oh, okay. <laughs> there so you go. That it be says here, the latter, issue, the latter issue, which is the frame time one, uh, emerges when a system struggles to render the next frame of animation in a video game, resulting in a pause for greater than 16.67 millisecond standard. So what that means is if it's 16.67 millisecond, per frame that equals about 60 frames a second and if it goes higher than that then you can like notice a stutter where the same frame is kind of repeated um overlearned gaming once found that the frame time spikes uh in the 100 to 200 and even 400 millisecond ranges in every tested game that de novo was enabled so uh drm is bad kids I don't know if you yeah. knew that. Um, DRM is the worst. And what was it? Uh, Securom? Was that the big one back in the day? Yeah, Securom was, was a really, really bad one. Yeah. And I get why publishers would put DRM in games because they don't want they don't want their games stolen. It's it's the same old, very yeah. tired way of thinking that we've always had. It is the the, the big thing I think that 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 keeps DRM going is just this outdated idea that you know if if your game gets pirated, everyone's gonna pirate it. Yeah, and it's just not like that anymore. It was like that in the old days to a point because 
it was so hard to distribute your games anyway yeah. and you were targeting such a small audience that any any copies that got pirated were a pretty big blow to your dev studio and, and that's not to say that piracy isn't still a problem but it's nothing like it used to be and so, all shit like this does is just make people not trust you and it if anything it might even push them away from pc gaming which is unfortunate because the publishers that use Denuvo don't actually care either way as long as you buy the game. Yeah. So so here's the buy thing. it on PS4. They get the same amount of money. Yeah. So here here's the thing. Um, have you ever went to the movie theater and seen like the the pre roll ads? I know you don't like going to the movie theater, Aroa. But um, like in the pre roll ads, they'll be like, "You wouldn't download a car," and I'm like, "Fuck yes, I would." Like absolutely would. Give me a yeah, 3D yeah. printer big enough. Yeah, if if there was a way that I could download a car and drive it around, you you you're damn right I would pirate a car. Like yeah. because it's not going to hurt anyone. It's not going to take anyone's money cuz I'm not going to go out and buy a new car. So the idea that I wouldn't do something like that is just stupid. And it also once again comes down to and and this is what staved off i think a lot of a lot of piracy bullshit in the first or well a lot of DRM bullshit in the first place if you could have that kind of delivery method for cars i bet you that a lot of people would prefer to buy cars that way and they would do that instead of pirating the car i guess yeah but I mean, obviously, that's that's a it's a silly example, and they're trying. It's a say, very silly example because yeah. software does not cost thirty thousand dollars. No, well, actually, uh, yes, it does. Well, it depends. Like depends AutoCAD, AutoCAD costs a lot. Like if you get the full suite of AutoCAD, it's like twenty grand. Something yeah, like that. no company is going to dare to do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, the games tested in the video were Dishonored, Dishonored Two. Um, Deus Ex Human Revolution, Bulletstorm, uh, Full Clip Edition, and Moto Racer, and Rhyme. Most games did not uh, include built-in benchmarks, which lead to some variations in test results. Though the loading time comparisons are the most consistent data point, and basically Denuvo makes it so that the game loads slower. Like, sometimes they load 50% slower on Denuvo. So, wow, wow, wow. I actually watched the whole video, so uh, I think it's really interesting to see how, um, like these these non intrusive ones actually are intrusive and they they do affect performance. Because I remember, um, Connor couldn't play Deus Ex Human Revolution on his on his PC, yeah, way back in the day. Something about my motherboard was causing the whole thing to just bottleneck, it was terrible. It was the uh, it was he had a gigabyte motherboard, and the firmware on the motherboard for some reason for certain games like Deus Deus Ex Human Revolution would make it run at like five frames a second. Oh, it was terrible. And we Weird. looked it up. He, I was like, okay, your your processor's good, your RAM's good, your graphics card's good. It's it's got to be your your motherboard somehow. So probably the firmware on it or the the BIOS needs to be updated. And we looked it up, and they're like, yeah, so we're not going to update this BIOS. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that was good. And I, and that's when I think you, Connor bought his first, he bought a motherboard, and I had to train him on how to hook it up. Yeah, I had never, like, assembled a computer piece by piece before then. That, yeah. was, uh, that was my first straight-up build. Yeah, and uh, it was good because he texted me. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, well... Did you plug in the 24-pin connector? He's like, oh, no, I didn't. Or maybe it Did was the 4-pin connector. the power in? No, yeah. I, I had it plugged in. There was something that wasn't right. I think it was... Um... It might have been the CPU fan or, or the CPU power. No, it wasn't I, that. I, it, I was those, it was those damn leads that you get in for the... Uh, pin settings. Like when you need... Pin right, settings. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the worst. Um Nowadays they just have pass through with ones which are great. Just get one mm-hmm. with pass through and you just pull, plug them in. And it was funny because uh, I'll, I'll end the podcast here in just a second. But when I was at um, Sony, my my boss slash coworker, um, I was putting together a PC, 
And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm using the pastor just to hook up the, the pin settings. And he's like, that's what those are for. He had been working IT for over 20 years, and he didn't know what the pass-through things were for. I actually, yeah, uh, there was. I had a coworker that I told, uh, I told that to him, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and he was he, shocked. Been in IT, yeah, he was just like, "What? <laughs> That's what that is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? No, yeah. That's the appropriate reaction. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this was uh, this was a good podcast. I thank you guys for being here. Yeah, it really wasn't, but yeah, yeah no you're... <laughs> it was. Did, uh... it's, it's always a good podcast when uh, when uh, Earl's here. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. But are you doing all right, man? You're a little distracted today. Me? I no, just have ADD, man. Uh, you didn't know that? No, I I did know that. I've I've known you long enough to catch on to that, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, you figured it out. So just, it uh... seemed rough today. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just uh, I've I've got lots Man. of ADD. Oh, you and better be sorry. In these pants has ripped so far that like I'm basically I basically don't even have a left pant leg until <laughs> away from my crotch. That's the Andrew McFain way of saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I, you know, you know, I'm really happy when I was um. When I stayed with you, Aroa, I'm really happy I didn't. You never um, saw my balls? Yeah, I'm really happy I didn't see your balls. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I, I think there was one time, and I might have told this story before. When you saw my balls? No. <laughs> Where, uh, balls. When I was in high school, we like I was sitting in a group with a group of people, and we were all in like a circle. And one of the guys leans over to a, a f- person I know named Ron. And the guy leans over and he's like, You want to see my balls? No, no, no. (laughs) No, no. He just leans over and he's trying to whisper it, but he says it really loud. He's like, Ron, your balls are showing. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good times. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. Um, I will see you next year. I will, uh, I will, I will see you guys next year when we, uh, when we do the next episode of the podcast. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll catch you on Mixer in the meantime. Yeah, well, so tomorrow is, you know, obviously the 31st, Monday, Monday the 31st, and I'm probably going to be streaming all night because yeah, uh, I have the first off. I, I work tomorrow, which sucks balls. But Oh, I don't. How yeah, are you, I, fucking loser? Uh, you know what? Ah. I, I, I get... Ah. I get st- fine. Ah. fine. I'm, I'm salary now. <laughs> I'm, I'm salary now, so I get paid the same. No matter what, I, I get holiday pay. Fuck you! Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I hate you. Goodbye. Ha ha. <laughs>